0: Hey Geekscapists, with Valentine's Day
1: around the corner, we've decided to hook you up. Geekscape has partnered with the video dating app Filter Off to bring you a free and fun video speed dating event on Saturday, February 13th. To take part, all you've got to do is download the Filter Off dating app to your smartphone. Find the Geekscape event and RSVP with the code GeeksLove2. That's T-O-O,
0: because we do love to. You don't have to wait until Valentine's to use the app either. It's fun and free, and Matt Kelly has already racked up a ton of dates on it, so what have you got to lose? Download Filter Off, and we'll see you on February 13th. Geekscape Forever. Let's party
1: Hey, Matt. So, this is a weird one. This is one that you brought up a topic that you wanted to talk about. And then as we talked about it, neither one of us knew if we could get a full episode based on just that topic. And it kind of spawned into this. But you originally wanted to talk about a specific sequence in the video game Bully.
0: Yes. So, one of my favorite, honestly, top... Three favorite games of all time is Rockstar's Bully. Rockstar's the company that put out Grand Theft Auto. Mm -hmm. They put out Red Dead Redemption. And they also put out Bully, which is basically those games set at a school. Set at a a boarding school. And what I love about the game Bully is that it literally spans a year of his life at the school. So you go through the daily life of this kid in school. You're doing missions and stuff, but at the same time, time is still passing around you. There's a Halloween sequence. There's a Christmas sequence. Okay. And what I love about it is it literally feels like Christmas Day. You're given this specific Christmas mission. You get a, a Rudolph Christmas sweater, and I wish more games did that. And what was awesome, what always, why this game always makes me think of Christmas is because I got it for Christmas.
1: And that's kind of where we decided to lean into this, was like video game Christmas gifts cuz I have really only one but it was like a big like like I could talk just about that one gift on that one day. Okay. But I want to I want to dive into some of your stuff as well cuz you are much more of a gamer than yeah. anyone in my family is. Yeah. Um our big one was the PlayStation 1. Okay. I'm getting the PlayStation 1 and I remember that we got three games, well, two games and we got the Sampler game. Like yeah. that disc that just had like one level of demos, every game. Oh yeah. my God. So we played the shit out of that demo. We yeah. played so many single levels from games. But yeah. the two games that my parents got us, one was called like Cool Borders 3. And it was basically- just I love just like, Cool Borders. Dude, <laughs> Cool Borders 3, I played that first level so many times because it was just like me and my siblings constantly yeah. trying to outdo each other for like time and points. Yeah. It was just a downhill. It was like a downhill yeah, slope, yeah, yeah, with yeah. like whatever. And then- Still to this day one of my favorite video games, Crash Bandicoot Warped. Yeah. It's funny cuz I don't have I'm I've tried many times to like really truly be a gamer. Yeah. And it's something that I just can't get into. And I think it's just time yeah. there's a lot of time that gets put into it and in my head it's like well that time could be spent recording a podcast or editing a podcast or watching a movie or binging a tv series like Dude, there's
0: a lot i mean one of the past episodes we talked about our backlog of movies and tv shows yeah my backlog of games yeah is huge it's a huge stack i feel the same way like i have a really hard time Sitting down and turning my brain off and playing a game, allowing myself to dedicate that time.
1: I can put on a movie and do something else. Yeah, I can put on a record and do something else. I can throw on a TV show and do something else. I can't multitask while playing a video game. You can't. It's like you. It's specifically the most I can do is have music playing while I'm playing the game. But like, I'm very much a multitask person at all times. Yeah. But what will get me to focus? is if i play games that are nostalgic to me yeah so putting on like crash bandicoot warped like yeah you'll get my attention for two to three hours i'll sit there and play the shit out of it it was funny because while i was driving here i was thinking about this topic and i was like man i kind of want to grab an old playstation i think my sister still has an old playstation one and play cool borders three hell yeah just for the nostalgia going down that hill but, like, for me, a lot of it, like, a lot of the stuff that I still play, if a, if you're going to catch me playing any video games, it's usually going to be a Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis game because, yeah. like, there is so much nostalgia tied to those two specific systems. Yeah. Everything else, it's like, yeah, if I go to a friend's house and they want to, like, play Mario Kart on the, the Switch or whatever, like, I'll play. Yeah. But, to me, video games has always, like, very rarely, if ever, was My Christmas List have anything video game related on it. So
0: that's hilarious because growing up through the years, My Christmas List was dominated with video games. I think your video games items. was my movies like mine yeah. would just be
1: list list of movies and records that I wanted that's all yeah. I ever asked for
0: before we, we decided we were going to stick specifically to video games there are movies that I've gotten for Christmas that wouldn't exactly be seen as Christmas movies but I got them for Christmas so, so I watched are. them around that time so they become Christmas movies one of my examples is Superbad Superbad's not a Christmas movie but I got it for Christmas one year and that movie to me will always remind remind me holiday
1: similar to us at my house is uh austin powers gold member yeah we got it was one of the first dvds that we owned i uh, for a long period there was three dvds in our house and one of them was austin powers gold member that we got for christmas yeah and we watched it christmas night yeah and then there was nothing else to do so we watched it christmas day Love and it. like that whole holiday break we just kept watching Austin Powers gold member. Yeah. And yeah, it is not a Christmas movie in
0: any way, shape, or form. That's so funny because a similar, again, before we get back into the video games, when I was nine or 10, I got a portable DVD player for Christmas because my parents love to go on long trips. So I got a portable DVD player for Christmas and my parents were not worried about like what I was watching. Like they knew that, like I knew better than to... Like, they were not people to prevent me from watching a PG-13 or an R-rated movie. Like, they were never into sheltering me. So, what I had gotten was this portable DVD player and a copy of the Jet Li movie Black Mask. (laughs) (laughs) So, I distinctly remember it for Christmas that year. I was sitting in the back seat of this van watching black mask off of my new portable DVD player as we rode to my grandmother's for Christmas that year. Dude,
1: so can we just admit that portable DVD players kind of sucked?
0: <laughs> oh, dude, portable DVD players were hot garbage. Like it's
1: not like a portable CD player was like totally like there was plenty of media that totally worked in a portable yeah. circumstance. The DVD players never worked the, properly. The, they were bulky. They most were... of the
0: time the screen was no bigger than a Game Boy screen. Yeah,
1: it was just like what a terrible way to take in a movie.
0: Yeah, so eventually, again, because my parents did do the big trips, they eventually had like one of those like car screens, like the the DVD player that was built into the car. Yeah. So eventually, we graduated to that. Certain gifts that like I would get over Christmas just. They make me feel Christmassy now. Going back to video games, even up to this year, my list is dominated by video games, mainly because ma- the price of them at this point. Yeah, where I'm like, I'm not going to buy that for myself. So
1: this year for me, it was doing complete series of a show. Yeah. So I got like the Shits Creek complete series and mm-hmm. that that Rocky and Bullwinkle box set because it's yeah. like I could buy these season by season. Or I could get some convince someone to drop the forty dollars on Christmas morning to just get me all of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah.
0: Honestly, I wanna get you back into video games because I don't know if you're aware, but they, they re released the first three Crash Bandicoots. That's amazing. In, yeah, in a remastered format and they just came with an a little bit like the official sequel brand it's, new just came out crash bandicoot 4 it's about time is what it's called it's
1: it's so funny because i have an xbox 360 in the basement yeah and my nephew was like oh what games do you And i'm like none he's like then yeah. why do you have an xbox i'm like it's for the wwe network and netflix when i'm in the basement
0: <laughs> i love it i love it and actually wwe is a great segue because before we get into consoles let's talk about the wwe games because the WWE games dating back to like the first SmackDown versus Raw, okay. which was like 04 I think, was when it finally went from SmackDown to SmackDown versus Raw. I got the WWE game nice. every year, like okay. every year. I was gonna so- say because
1: I the only WWE game that I have any real true nostalgia for is I was of that perfect age when nintendo 64 was a console that every kid had except for myself yeah and sleepovers were dominated by playing the first mario party playing yeah. goldeneye and playing wwe no mercy no mercy. yeah no which mercy had the incredible royal rumble levels yeah like that was all we would set it on royal rumble because the thing that was cool with the royal rumble levels was that like you could pick your player and you would be one of the first four entrants into the Royal Rumble. Yeah. But then when you got eliminated, it would just auto-select you to be whoever the next person was. Yep. So then it became almost well, fun to get eliminated because then it was like the big mystery of like, who are who you going to be next? Yep. So like, I like that. Yeah. That was so much. And that's like, I have no memories with most of the kids that I hung out with in middle school, except for playing No Mercy. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I would get it every year. It was like clockwork because the games... They always ended up releasing their game in October.
1: Yeah. And they still do, really. I guess that's the the 2K stuff is still, like, basically a September-October release. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I would get it, and it would always be the first game I would play. So, the way Christmas used to work... Now, everybody just comes to my parents' house. But the way my Christmas used to work is I would wake up at home, do gifts with my parents, and then everybody would get ready, and we'd go to my grandmother's, and then... This was when I lived um, closer to Baltimore. Okay. So, I would open my gifts... One of them was always that, the WWE game, whatever the new WWE game was. And I would load that up. Why? Because it's real easy to just jump into a match, play a match. And, and then and, you can and go yeah, when you exactly. need to go, yeah. So I wasn't breaking into anything else. So it was always something about Christmas morning. I knew Christmas morning I was going to wake up, eat a big breakfast with my family, and play go, some play, WWE go play some wrestling. WWE. Yeah. <laughs> so that's always something that stuck with me. Consoles were always a big thing.
1: The Consoles Christmas, were like too. the big... But that's like... I think that that's the thing that kind of bums me out about being an adult. I don't think that there's anything that I'm ever going to get that's going to be like the big gift. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like there was always like, oh, that's the big gift this year. Yeah, it's like, I, what what the big gift do what I really need? Gift? Like like it's like, all right, like I got most of my needs, yeah. and now I just want like stupid little frivolous things. And we've talked about before. Like at this point, it's like I'm more into the giving than the getting most yeah. of the time anyway. But it, there is something that's a bummer about like you know like you watch you watch like the christmas story and you know he's so excited for that that gun yeah and it's like i don't have anything like that anymore see
0: my dad was the dad from the christmas story well
1: you told me that yeah. he was like whatever you need it you were going to get yeah
0: it. <laughs> so he would also always do what the special which was he would take a gift and keep it till the end of the night oh. cuz he was always like He's like, well, Christmas—you wake up, you open your gifts. It's kind of done, like it's yeah. it's over. He's like, no, he would take one gift, the the big gift or whatever it was, gift. and put it away and give it to you like five six o'clock that night during dinner time. It was always so awesome, and that kind of it almost turned into whenever there was a year that a new console had come out. You knew that was the that was the. Get.
1: That's pretty dope. But
0: you were still super stoked because you're like, "Holy shit! Like I'm getting this."
1: But there'd always be that mystery. Will this be the year? Yeah, of the big gift. I mean, the thing that always this is uh, this is not Christmas, but it's birthday related. But I had an old NES. It was like a hand-me-down NES yeah. as a kid, and I was having a birthday party, and <laughs> I was opening gifts, and I opened two different gifts that were super nintendo games yeah and i was so bummed because i'm like i don't have the super nintendo they bought me the wrong game <laughs> and then out came the big gift which was the super the super nintendo, nintendo. <laughs> but i was like i remember i was literally like what the hell yeah no one knows what i have It yeah. sucks now i got these games mocking me i
0: mean there was there was one year my special was an Gauge. do you remember the Gauge? what is an it the engage was a phone and gaming system What? Okay, so it was in the shape of like a Game Boy Advance, okay, and the phone was on the side of it. So you had to hold it almost like so. Take your iPhone, and instead of like answering it like this, you would answer it like this. Like that's the speaker was here. That's insane. And it would play... I gotta pull up a picture of it. I, if you're listening at home, you really yeah, need to look up Yeah, the Google. M-Gage. I guess
1: Google this. I, I mean, it's so funny to think about, while well, you're pulling that up, like, cell phone technology. Because, like, remember the two or three years when, like, the sidekick was all the rage? When it was, like... Yeah, it, this like, was
0: actually, like, a very similar time. Oh, timing. I
1: do remember this.
0: Yeah, so that came out, but they would put out... There were albums that came out for it, and I actually had two albums for it. it was again, it was a little, just a little SD card. I had Simple Plans' first record, nice on the N gauge, and I had Sean Paul's, Dirty uh, uh, the... Rock.
1: God damn it, Dirty Rock. Um, 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 that's so insane. Plus, like, I could play
0: to- Tomb Raider on it. So. That's
1: So <laughs> like, ridiculous. That is so ridiculous. But like, our generation was just sold so much crap like we had great things but like do you remember i always see people post about this in like the if you were a kid in the 90s you remember this yeah. but like i think it was called like clip hits
0: oh my god hit clips hit clips yeah. it was literally just you didn't 30 even get the full seconds song. 30 seconds of a song <laughs> you paid like 20 dollars for yeah. it Yeah, 30 seconds of a song <laughs> and we were set dude yeah i i was a big single guy okay. i would go
1: because they would be like two bucks yeah you go by and it's like hey buy this single and you'll get Shaggy Boombastick on one side and a different version of Shaggy Boom Bastic yeah.
0: on the other side. <laughs> sometimes the- it was a B side, sometimes it was a terrible remix yeah. of whatever. So,
1: so for me it was. it was always like I, I would lean into the Cassingles when I was like so this was at that point where I was like getting into punk music. Yeah. so i knew that it wasn't acceptable for me to have pop music yeah but i was like well i can hide a k- single so like <laughs> i'd be like oh no, no, no i don't like i don't like shaggy i just really like the song boombastic or like the other big k- singles for me where ricky martin in the via loca i yeah. had the k- k- single for and bewitched say la vie i had the k- single dude, for. both bangers dude i now in 2020 I would argue that "Say Lovey" might be one of the best '90s pop songs. Oh,
0: it's a great song! That
1: song is so catchy. It's
0: a great song. I had a CD single of the thong song.
1: Of course, you did.
0: Going back to like things yes, that we were convinced—well, things that we were convinced to video nows. The fuck, you don't remember video nows? They no. were they were kind of like portable DVD players, but the screen was on the thing that played the yes. Disc okay, as I well. know.
1: Okay. Yeah, I do vaguely remember this now that you're describing it to me. Let me see the picture. Yep. Yeah. No, that looks awful. <laughs> God, we were dumb.
0: Super we were, dumb.
1: We were really, really dumb.
0: And I mean, at this time, they were selling peripherals for the Game Boy, for the Game Boy to play, like yeah. animations and movies. You, can, you could watch Shrek on your Game Boy. <laughs> It was a horrible choice. And now they're
1: saying like, "Oh, we can't get people to go to the movie theaters." Like, we're buying movies on our video gaming consoles. Exactly, it was ridiculous. We would buy anything. All right, so video games. You got your your got your wrestling stuff all the time. What was of all of the big gifts? What was the one that you think was the highest anticipation level for you?
0: So going back, because I knew about this gift before. Um, I was with my parents they the new batman arkham asylum was coming out for the playstation 3 yeah and i had had an xbox 360 but this game was first coming out for the playstation 3 and it was the only version of the game where you could also play as the joker okay so i was losing my mind i was like i fuck i want this fucking game so bad (laughs) so my dad goes i'm gonna get it I'm i'm gonna we're gonna get this but this is your gift this is your big christmas gift Like you'll get other smaller stuff, but this is the one. He's like, You're gonna know about it, but we're getting it. So he got the PlayStation 3, got back Batman Arkham Asylum, and got a game called DJ Hero, which was Guitar Hero, except you were a DJ. It came with a free. I remember DJ DJ Hero. Came with a turntable and everything. And here's why this gift meant so much. So that morning, I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, I know I'm getting it, but I'm ready to hook that shit up. Like, let's go. So Hook it up. Get it all hooked up. Fucking, I don't know if you're familiar with modern video games, but there's no such thing as put game in, play. Now yeah, it is it's put game day. in, install, update. Yeah, like.
1: yeah, yeah. I experienced that just trying to watch Netflix on my Xbox 360. Yeah. I always have to update and install yeah. new stuff.
0: So as a point of reference, I got Cyberpunk this year. I put the disc in. It it's took a two-hour install and an update so like i still have not touched it and we're (laughs) we're we're recording this three days after i've received it so (laughs) we'll get there yeah we'll get there and hopefully honestly by the time you're hearing it hopefully all the patches and all the bugs have been handled and the game is game of the year for this year so for sure everything's upload everything's updating and my best friend, Max, lived up the street from me. And him and I were texting. He's like, yeah, we're pretty much done here. Got uh, done breakfast and everything. And I looked at my dad and I'm like, this is weird, but can he come over? Like, I'm like I am like, I know it's Christmas and everything. And he's like, yeah, everybody's coming here for Christmas. He can come over. So Max came over and we sat and played DJ Hero for seven hours. That's dude.
1: amazing. Seven That's hours. So like,
0: and it's like... This wasn't even like a, a kid thing. This happened. I was a sophomore, sophomore, junior say, in high school. Like this so is
1: high school for you. Cause it was probably college for me when all this. Yeah, was, yeah. I was
0: in high school and that is hands down. One of my favorite Christmas memories. If you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same Jersey as you to be your best. Every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped. The scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu.
1: Did you ever sneak a peek at gifts? <laughs> Cover your ears, everyone. Yes okay multiple times so i've only (laughs) ever done it once i really it was it was not even intentional a lot of time my parents would just like leave me and my brothers and sisters alone in the house yeah and we were playing hide and seek yeah and i hid in my dad's closet because he had it was like this weird little like slope yeah in his closet which was like kind of fun to slide down I was like, all right, I'll hang out in there and I'll just keep sliding yeah. down there until they find me. Like <laughs> it was like the best place to keep me occupied while I was waiting for like my siblings to find me. And as I was like climbing up there, I like grabbed this bag and I was like, what the hell is this? And I pull it down and I remember I pull- picked out one of the tapes and it was a VHS tape. And it was when they had just released all of the Universal Classics on like these specialty VHS tapes that have like Dracula on the front yeah. of it. And it was Dracula. And I was like, <gasps> and I like looked in and it was like almost every single one of them. It was like Creature, yeah. Wolfman. And I was so excited. It was like one of those things where I was like, I was so excited, but I was also so afraid to say that I had found it. So like I put it all back and I was yeah. like, I'm never checking there again. Like I can't like, like I was like really, I was, a, I was so terrified of being caught doing anything bad as a child. Yeah. But it also led to what ultimately like made me start to lose my belief in santa because when i got those gifts they were from santa and not from my parents and like that's when i like had to have the conversation with my mom where i was like hey why did this say from santa but i know that it was in your closet and she very quickly was like well santa dropped them off for us and asked me to wrap them for him
0: okay yeah (laughs) all right i'm convinced
1: (laughs) story checks out all right
0: (laughs) sign me up for that one um, which
1: is such a better version of that story to tell kids yeah it's just be like no he doesn't make the trip all in one night he comes to the parents houses when you guys are asleep throughout the yeah. month of December and says here's the gifts please wrap them for me yeah <laughs> I
0: mean it makes a lot of sense that makes more sense to me I'm like that yeah that story checks out <laughs> I mean the logistics of of what Santa does that that's the only thing that pulls me out of Christmas movies is those Christmas movies where Santa exists. But nobody believes that Santa exists because I'm like, where the fuck do they think these presents gave 100%. That's the craziest part
1: about it. You either have to go all in or all out. During the live stream, uh, past guest Joey, yeah. also a Santa Claus, wrote a very fun RPG for us that was inspired by, by Abed's uh, Unstoppable Christmas. Love it. Where all of the Geekscape team were toy versions of our favorite toys as kids. Yeah. And we saw Santa. We (laughs) I forget what hit him, but we're like, he's like you're sitting there and you're watching Rudolph's red nose flying off into the sky, and all of a sudden, things are going wrong. Why are they heading downward? You hear, oh no! (laughs) (laughs) And we had to like with our tiny little toy legs had to get back to save Santa after his sleigh crashed. I love it. But along the way, we found all of these things that. Explained how Santa's stuff worked and my favorite one was a watch that stopped time, except okay. for the holder of the watch. Okay. So, so, like that's how we escaped one of the monsters was we froze it in time while we all yeah. clung to the watch and then ran away together until the that's time. Awesome. But it was a fun little you can watch on YouTube, uh Geekscape Saves Christmas yeah. if you search that. Uh, it was a fun little game. I got to play a robot named Matt. There you go. <laughs> I forget what it stood for. <laughs> Everyone else had crazy toy names. Yeah. And he's like, Beep boop. <laughs> you know, he's like, You are a robot named Matt. It's <laughs> <was> like, Great.
0: <laughs> Thanks a lot. But But yeah, that always pulls me out. Like in Santa Claus charlie's mom's like what do you mean you're Santa? like that, that doesn't make any sense but there's this huge pile of gifts like where did those gifts come from yeah if it, there is no santa claus because then if you go through the reality
1: of it where it's like well if you don't believe in santa claus he doesn't bring you anything and it's like well that's kind of shitty yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's also not great but yeah like i agree like there's that element if we're talking about the reality in most cases i guess the dad doesn't know one way or the other but the mom should be like i didn't buy that yeah and yeah, I know, and exactly. I know my husband's not going it out there and buying in, surprise in
0: gifts. The Santa Claus, Elf, the most recent, the the Christmas Chronicles ones, yeah. where they're like, "Oh, the Santa, ha ha ha! Where the fuck do these presents come from?" Yeah,
1: I that has always bothered me in those yeah. movies because I do try to figure out the logic of like, well, why don't the parents understand that Santa's dropping off surprise gifts? Like they exactly. I've always thought that one of the things that I would love to do, and I never do it but I'd love to like buy a shit ton of gifts for myself and then wrap them all and bank them from Santa and put them under the tree where none of my family knows who got them for me. Oh my
0: God, that'd be fucking (laughs) awesome.
1: But I feel like at 35, they're going to be like, Matt, you obviously bought those for yourself. You're not tricking anybody. I'm like, but I didn't. But I don't have a poker face. So I'd be like, yeah, same same here.
0: The video game Christmas thing, nowadays i brought this up is that video games have become so expensive that yeah. like i can't afford to buy them for myself so i wait till the the season when i'm and i'm like hey here's six games i want. if you could just get me two out of the six yeah i am good
1: to go well and i feel like video game designers like it kind of sucks because they they also seem to know that that's the route that people take because oh, i yeah. feel like that November to December time period Stacked. is really when, like, the big drops happen.
0: Yeah. It's the, hol- the the holiday season is when... And that's the problem with a lot of these games getting rushed out. They want to be rushed out to meet that holiday yeah. season.
1: I mean... I we I haven't played uh, any WWE game in quite a hot minute, but I hear that the most recent 2K game was just an abysm. Yes, like just a mess.
0: I did bring that. I did bring up that I get the I get one every year, and I made a specific point to say, please do not. Yeah. Nobody know. get me this this game <laughs> last Christmas when they put out a WWE 2K20, and then this year it was WWE Battlegrounds, and I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, we can. I'm alright. We right. can, we can skip over those. You're just
1: gonna get that AEW game when it drops instead, oh, aren't you? Oh my
0: god, a hundred percent. Especially if uh, I hate to, to sound cliche, but if it's gonna have that no mercy type engine on it, yeah, I'm all about That's it. So I guess more recently with the whole gaming thing and why video games as a medium remind me of christmas is magfest. Okay. So, Magfest for those of you who aren't located on the east coast is a huge music and gaming festival that takes place at the National Harbor in DC. Okay. Huge. It is 4 days long, 24 hours all weekend. There's a three convention-sized floors in the basement of the convention center. One is dedicated to free arcade games. One is dedicated to vendors. One is dedicated to console games, and then throughout the entire hotel, they're doing different different panels, musical performances, everything. I mean, it is huge, huge. But it always takes place the weekend after the New Year.
1: Oh, so, yeah, it's like that January
0: exactly. So it was always that was always a gift I would ask for too, is I'm like if you if i get nothing else get my Magfest ticket yeah like that's something that's now going away event yeah event gifts
1: i never got event gifts no never
0: yeah i, I mean because you have to
1: think that like most of i was never that into the convention circuit yeah until i was going as a vendor okay and i think it's because i do have like crowd anxiety i've always had crowd anxiety like yeah. that's not like a like a pandemic thing like I don't like being, like, shoulder-to-shoulder with a bunch of people. Okay. But I also always feel like I do everything that I need to get done within two hours, and then I feel like I wasted my money. Like, when I would go to, like, Wizard World Philadelphia or even, like, too many games or, like, any of those, like, smaller conventions that happen in this area or in this general area, I just always felt like I would hit all the vendors that i wanted to see i very rarely had panels that i wanted to check out and i'd just be like all right well i guess i'm getting back in my car and going now (laughs) so it's like i just paid like twenty dollars to come here to spend a hundred dollars and go home i get it um but having like a booth where i could sit and be have a table separating me from a crowd and like obviously making money but like also like talking to people like i like to talk to people yeah and there's not a lot of conversation that happens on a convention floor like it's usually afterwards at like hotels and stuff yeah. like that so like that was like a really great way for me to like meet and interact with people and obviously like all of you guys the whole spooky squad of like monster yeah. mania like getting to hang out in the hotel room like allowed us to become better friends but even like yeah. joe rob and sean as people that i've always known i never really knew them well until, until do- the doing cons. the convention so yeah. they would come by to say hello and then we would talk for 10 or 15 minutes yeah And then it was like, okay, well, I can't wait to see them later on tonight. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like it was like before they were just like, oh yeah, that's the drummer of my friend's band. But now it's like, no, he's also my friend now. Like it was, it was that cool, like dynamic shift. And that is something, but I, because I always had to pay for vendor tables, there was never like (laughs) i I've never really had like an event gift like that. Yeah. But I know friends who do like, they'll get like concert tickets as like Christmas gifts and stuff. Yeah.
0: And it's, it's what I liked about getting the. MagFest for christmas is it's not like hey i got you this concert ticket for this thing that's happening in july yeah it's like no like, this, this is, is like happening in like, two, in two weeks. weeks like you're going like, yeah. like so it was always the countdown to going to that event i don't know man video games i love gaming in general i love gaming news like i, I find myself watching more and listening yeah. more to things based around the medium
1: i think that it- it's it's kind of a bummer that i was never that into games because i do feel like that is like when people think christmas they think of like the videos of the kid opening the super nintendo yeah. and just like losing his fucking mind yeah. about it yeah i i think that there is definitely like a little bit of a, a bummer that like that stuff is kind of never was like a big thing for me but i'm glad that it was a big thing for you
0: yeah it's it and it's a lot it's like you were saying it's we talked about cell phone addiction. That's another thing. Sorry to like get dark again, but Let's I mean do it. like Let's be crazy. that's another thing that is that makes my backlog of games that I haven't played grow. Yeah. Because I can't just sit down and fuck around on my phone. Like yeah. like you said, if I put a movie on, I can yeah. scroll through. If just I do put whatever. a TV show on, I can scroll through or do whatever. If you're playing a game, you gotta sit down and it's like you said, unless you're like putting your phone off to the side with the face down as soon as it lights up i'm gonna pause the damn game this is the uh, crazy
1: this isn't the craziest thing but this is fairly weird um (laughs) for for a long time i had a room at one of my old houses that i lived in that we had two televisions side by side One with the Super Nintendo hooked up to it and the other one with a DVD player hooked up to it. So you could put on a DVD and then start playing a video game. And like, (laughs) Hey, Matt,
0: when I was a kid, I had two TVs in my room. Yeah, for that one that I could watch TV on and one that I would play my video games on. It was great. It 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 was was one of those things. I think one night I was like, well, I don't know if I want to watch Raw or play this game. And that turned into me eventually having two TVs in my room. Yeah, I, I well because I
1: think and here's where like that becomes controversial is like especially when you're playing like Super Nintendo. I would say up until like maybe like PlayStation Two. Yeah, you didn't really need any audio. Yeah, or, like,
0: like now there making, are certain games. Now, hold on, hold yeah. on, hold on, because we are gonna get controversial here for a second. There are certain games specifically in that SNES era, like Legend of Zelda. Yeah you need that sound dude you need you need the music you need no, the no, no, music no, no. so so i'm not A link Disag- to the past has one of the greatest soundtracks no, and, of all time
1: and trust me link to the past is my favorite video game of all time Yeah, i'm not disagreeing with the but i'm talking about like you could play the game silently and not yes. miss anything yeah versus like <laughs> so one of the shows on geekscape xbox game passengers the whole game is built around people playing games on xbox game pass yeah uh, and he asked me if I wanted to play and I had an Xbox 360. So I signed up for game pass. Yeah. And, uh, now I'm forgetting the name of the game, but it was something Edith Finch.
0: Yeah. That is not a game. You can not pay attention. to. Well, that was, I just had my TV
1: <laughs> muted and I was like listening to music while I was playing it. And when I mentioned that to him on the episode, he's like, but the game is so built around sound. And yeah. I'm like, Oh, maybe that's why I wasn't very good at it.
0: And that's one of the things is I don't know if it's just my ADHD or what. My stack of games is almost exclusively like RPGs that I haven't gotten to. Whereas it's real easy for me to throw on NHL 20 whatever. Yeah. Throw a podcast on and play like 10 fucking games of hockey. Yeah. Or when I was super into the WWE games just playing match after match after match.
1: And there's something, there is a comfort to me with that. Like I loved, like when I would occasionally bust out the SNES and I would just be like, all right, I'm just going to play like maximum carnage. And I'm just going to put on like a Spotify playlist on shuffle and just like enjoy some music while I crawl around on some fucking buildings (laughs) and beat up a thousand generic thugs yeah. <laughs> in an alley. The only other video game stuff that I can think of is like Super Nintendo games that my parents got for a couple of years. Yeah, um, go for it. Like, I, I, I mean, I can barely remember. Like, none of them, I think the only one that really sticks out is Super Star Wars. I still love Super Star Wars. God, I love Super Star Wars. Um, it's so
0: bonkers.
1: It's so hard. Yeah. It's It's like, it's not hard, but it is hard in the sense of like, for me, I could never beat the Cantina level. Yeah, Because if you die in that Cantina level, and you get reduced all the way to the beginner gun, yeah. you're never going to beat the level. No. You have to beat it that first try with like the highest level gun yep. or you're fucked. And I always would die battling like the giant snake-armed guy that's in the cantina. Yeah. But what makes me more angry is because like I know the I know the movie Star Wars I'm like this is like just barely the beginning of the movie still Mm -hmm. but then I like read up on it and I'm like oh this is like literally the level before the last level like I'm so close to beating this game and it like makes me more angry and then I just like don't want to play it at all
0: I mean honestly video games around Christmas time I can think of like snow levels and stuff and talking about like
1: and I think we could bring in like some of the people from the gaming shows on Geekscape to really dive into that that. but.
0: Talking specifically about my experience, I mean it's more of like games that I got for Christmas and then dedicated like that week to playing. Yeah. Like I don't I can't remember, I don't think this is last year, I think it was a year before last. I had gotten the Uncharted collection mm-hmm. and Uncharted 4. I had already played all 3 of the original Uncharted games, but that week I literally dedicated my time and played through the entire Uncharted series. And it was amazing to just watch from to to play from beginning to end. And that's always a series that I will now associate with that like this time of year. Yeah. That's the same with bully. Every year I think about replaying through bully. You'll notice a lot of people who are who are gamers will rebuy the same game for like 15 different systems. Yeah. I have bully on my PlayStation 2, on my PlayStation 4 on my Mac. I have it on my computer. Like I have that game yeah. and I've only like, I've only played it through and beaten it like two or three times, but I own it for every system that it's come out for. I bought it for so, and it's just something that for some reason this time of year that pops out of my head, even yeah. though the Christmas sequence that we described literally 15, 20 minutes long. Yeah. It's not season. a
1: very long, sequ- sequence. but it's
0: something that sticks with me. So there, are certain gifts that just stick with you, yeah. throughout the years.
1: No, for sure. And I think that that's like some of the stuff I'm excited to dive into even yeah. deeper is like theoretical stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like we've we've talked about like the physical stuff, like oh, here's a Christmas yeah. special, here's a, but like we can dive into like those things that aren't Christmas but feel Christmas because of association. And I think that this was like a fun way to like kind of dip our toe. Yeah, into that.
0: it's it's so funny that I'm gonna bring this up to you as a recording, what I never want to get into is worst gift. Oh,
1: for sure. There's no point. There is no, I, I've said before that I want us to try to stray. Like if we have different opinions on something, yeah. for sure. But like, I don't see any reason for us to ever talk about like the Jim Carrey, how the Grinch stole Christmas. Cause neither one of us like it. Exactly. So like yeah. why put the negativity out there? Yeah. Like let anybody else with a Christmas podcast who loves that movie, talk about that movie. Yeah. Um, like, I think that one of us has to like something for yeah. us to be able to talk about and it. And it. it's
0: fine. That's a nice balance. I wasn't the biggest Emmett Otter fan. You and N. Dot, or N. Dot.
1: Loves fucking it. loves that movie yeah.
0: and you were like yeah it was pretty good i enjoyed it
1: even last christmas like as much as that was like yo this movie's bonkers, bonkers? Like,
0: there's still a part of me that yeah. really likes I that movie so really enjoyed <laughs> watching that movie and i'll always associate this year with the first time that i watched yeah last christmas it's
1: a good time man it good is. time that's
0: the point is, is the whole purpose of this podcast is to have a good time and that's why i never want to talk about worst christmas gift because yeah. even the quote-unquote worst christmas gift still has a lot of meaning behind yeah, it. Yeah,
1: someone gave a shit. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's uh, a piece of advice someone gave me was when being when you're mocking anything like the worst movie you've ever seen is probably someone's, someone's favorite, favorite movie. movie. Yeah. So, like you have to keep that in mind. It's like uh the joke around our house is that my mom is like the world's greatest trier and yeah. like that's like the big thing. It's like I can never be mad about bad gifts for my mom because I know that she saw something and said Matt will love this. Exactly. And whether she was right or wrong, <laughs> she thought about me when she saw something and that's special
0: yeah i could i I cannot think of a gift that i would even talk about i know that my brother and i have both
1: brought it up on horror movie night but my mom definitely did buy me a shirt that had a guitar on the front of it and it had a little amplifier that you kept in your pocket when you pressed buttons on it it played guitar notes and i was like i she got it for me when i was like a senior in college and i'm like i am not the age to be wearing see this I would shirt. never
0: wear that in public but that also <laughs> sounds super dope it's, I like. still got the shirt
1: I still have the shirt that's what I mean
0: it's like I love the shirt yeah just 10 years too late on it yeah <laughs> like, yeah
1: one one last thing to say and that's Merry Christmas Dylan
0: yes Merry Christmas Matt oh
1: Or perhaps you're just overwhelmed with all of the editing work. Well, we can help you with that also. You can contact us at info at weknowpodcasting.com for more information. We're excited to help your podcasting dreams become a reality.
0: You're listening to the Geekscape Network. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.